podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. Before we begin today, folks, I just want to draw your attention to something. If you go to Jamie Carragher's Twitter account, you'll see a quote tweet from him about Mark Quinn. And it's a quote tweet of Mark Quinn's account, at Mark Quinney, YNWA. You can find his profile that way as well. There is a just giving. Mark has been moved to hospice care, end-of-life treatment uh, after battle with cancer. If you can spare anything, there is a just giving. You'll find it in replies to a couple of Mark's most recent tweets um, for his wife and his kids. Uh, He's a former British Army soldier, and um, he's a Red. He's a lifelong Red. So do check that out. Right. Let's rattle through the latest Liverpool news. Obviously, Champions League draw yesterday. Atletico Madrid, Porto and AC Milan. So it is a tough group, but it's a very exciting group at the same time. Uh, It'll be a great group for anyone that's going to go to the three away games, Madrid, Porto and Milan, all great cities to visit. So Atleti, obviously, we played them a couple of seasons back. And we went out, it was the end of our defence of our Champions League. A lot of people obviously critical of Atletico Madrid, but I think if you go back and watch those games, um, you will see a team incredibly well drilled, incredibly well set up. They limited us to largely half chances. We did have that, obviously, Andy Robertson opportunity to hit the bar. But all things considered over the two legs, it, it was a really, really tough game. It's going to be two tough games again. But in a group stage, it is a little bit different. And in a group stage, I do think they're a little bit more open than they tend to be in knockout stages. Uh, Porto, I think we've played them 4,000 years in a row. So we're well accustomed to playing them. And AC Milan, it's the first time we'll have played them in a competitive game since Athens in 2007. So we owe them for that. Now, they'll argue that that was just payback for 05 in Istanbul. It's a strange thing where we played them twice. They were clearly the better team in 05. We were clearly the better team in 07, and yet the better team lost both times. Um, Myself and Trev Downey will do a podcast later today that should be out this evening uh, where we'll look at the latest transfer rumours and this group as well. So that'll be out today. There is a podcast out already, Euro Incision, with Nina Kauser. Uh, That is already up on Anfield Index Pro, so you can listen to that going through the group stages. Um, Andy Robertson has been declared fit for the Chelsea game. Jurgen Klopp said he has trained all week, but James Milner is ruled out. Uh, So that's covering about seven positions gone. But good to have Robbo back, of course. Liverpool have information up for anyone attending tomorrow's match with Chelsea. Uh, It's on the club website if you want to check that out. It's just basically how the NFC passes work, uh, asking people to arrive a little bit earlier because of some issues with queuing, uh, entry times, how to get into the Annie Road end, and then some stuff about food and drink for the game. So there's going to be no food containers Outside the stadium, but they have reduced the price of pint to two ninety, so that's nice. Um, moving on, 
the Liverpool.com website have a very strange article. I don't know who the author is. I've never heard of him, but it's a bizarre ramble about how it's the right decision not to buy Yves Basima, how we're right not to buy any players. Um, it's it's utter nonsense is what it is, really. Um, so we'll move on from that. This is Anfield. Have a piece up celebrating Harvey Davies being called up for the first time to the England under-20 squad. Um, great, great moment for Harvey to be called into the England squad. I think this is the first time he's ever been included in the England setup. So good for him. Um, he's obviously very young, very talented. So hopefully this is the start of, of a rise for him. There's also some stuff on This Is Anfield about the Champions League groups, so they're worth a read. There is a Harvey Elliott piece up on AnfieldIndex.com. Once again, Stephen Smith, very, very good read. Comparing Harvey to, obviously, some of the the other elite young talents around the country, what his role could be, where he can play in the team, it's a very good piece from Stephen, so do check that one out. James Pierce has a piece on The Athletic. Uh, about Divock Origi and what his future may hold. Pierce says Liverpool have not received any offers worth considering for Origi. I'm not sure that's true, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, there's been some rumours that other clubs have made bids for him, that Liverpool have been open to him talking to their clubs and that he just doesn't want to doesn't want to make a move. Um, we're hamstrung by the contract that we gave him a couple of years ago and it is what it is. It's our own fault that we can't shift him out the door. It's very clear that we would like to sell him. It's very clear that he is available, doesn't have a future at the club. But, you know, when a player is earning X amount and he's at a top club and he's got an opportunity to win major honours, even as just a squad player, sometimes that player will take that rather than go and start somewhere else and not having the prestige, not earning the same type of money. So we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see to what the situation happens with Divock. Um, hopefully, he gets a move before the end of the window because it'd be nice to see him go somewhere and, and play regularly. Um, Miguel Delaney has a good build-up piece on the Liverpool-Chelsea game, which you can find over on the independent.co.uk. And Melissa Reddy has a piece about Thomas Tuchel um, and the kind of comparisons with him and Jurgen Klopp and how Tuchel is a, you know, he's a, he idolizes Pep Guardiola, but his career has basically followed Klopp. I think Tuchel is, is a tremendous manager. He's someone that I'd very much be interested in joining Liverpool at a future date. You know, whenever Klopp decides to go, Tuchel would certainly be one of the ones you'd want. And, in all likelihood, he'd have been sacked by Chelsea by then because that's what they do. So we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Who knows what happens in the next two, three years. Klopp may decide to extend his contract and stay on a little bit longer. Or he might just go when it, when it's up. That's, that's going to be his decision. Uh, he won't be swayed too easily when he makes his mind up. That will generally be it. We saw that happen at Dortmund. Once he'd made his decision, that was him. Gone. Out the door. Um, all things considered, it's a fairly quiet news day. Obviously, the big thing is the game on on Saturday against Chelsea at home. Full crowd. One of our... I don't like the word rivals when it comes to Chelsea because it only really became a rivalry 
once Roman arrived and they got all that money. Before that, they were just a team that we beat twice a year. But they are a team that we have a little bit of recent history with. You know, over the last 18 years or so, we've developed this competitive edge with them. And they're always good games. They're always competitive games, one way or the other. And both teams are very strong now. And it's been rare enough. You know, we had it kind of for part of the Rafa era where both teams were very, very strong. Then we went up, they went down, then they came up, we dropped off. It's rare that both teams have been really, really strong at the same time. But now they are. They are reigning European champions. Just signed Lukaku, potentially bringing in Jules Kunde, though he won't be in, in in time for this game. And obviously, we won the Premier League in 2020, won the Champions League the year before. We've got largely the same team. A uh, couple of additions. The only real um, player gone is is Ginny Wijnaldum. So you'd hope that this will be a very good game. You'd hope that we'll be strong enough to beat them at home. Uh, the crowd should be well into this one. A 5.30 kickoff is normally a good sign for Liverpool. Very, generally do very, very well in the later kickoffs, especially at home in front of a packed downfield. So time to make the, sh- the stands shake again, I think, and let them let them Londoners know where they are. Uh, that's basically it for today, folks. It is a very quiet day. I do just want to finish up by uh, reminding you again that there is that Euro Incision podcast up on Anfield Index Pro, uh, Nina Anthemis, who is our Greek uh, journalist who does a lot of work and covers a lot of European football. Um, that's up. You can also check out the Anfield Index podcast, the old school Anfield Index podcast, uh, Trev, Cam and Guy Drinkle. That is up on the free side, so it's available since last night. Do check it out. It's always good. And last but not least, um, quick mention for our man Mark Roberts aka Harry Welshy uh, brought into hospital with appendicitis uh, had successful surgery was to go home uh, seems to have been readmitted now he's on a bit of an IV fluid kind of number but uh, I spoke to him just now he's doing well but you know want to send the, the thoughts of everybody at Anfield and next to our brother in arms and uh, get home quick buddy and get back on a podcast because uh, we do miss you. You don't do enough. Let's be clear. You don't do enough as it is, but we do miss you. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.